Hello and welcome to another episode of the Photography Bar podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. My name's Cam and I'm joined as ever by uh, Mark. Mark, are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Thank you very much. Hello, everyone. Good. How are you doing, Cam? You all right? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. Thanks. I'm hoping my audio is better because I actually remember to bring my bike, my mic with me or my bike, my mic with me. Um, <laughs> yeah, so mic on I'm your hoping bike. it's going to clear it. That's right. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yes. So January is kicked off. We're well halfway, just over halfway through what is a long month. Um, yeah. Uh, and we uh, and uh, I want to kick off the, the this podcast with something that's quite a serious issue and it's to do with mm-hmm. mental health particularly because we've just gone past what is blue monday um yeah. which is officially and i don't know if i'm going to explain it right which is officially the most depressing day of the year is that right oh, or when depression yeah, is highlighted yeah something like that it's it's i mean I must admit, I hate this time of the year. January, February, March can just do one for as far as I'm concerned. I really dislike it. It's cold, it's rainy, it's miserable. Um, I'm just waiting for the summer to happen now. Um, and I know we kind of get that. I know we kind of get that on the way on the run up to Christmas, but you know, you got Christmas coming up, you know, so you're always focusing on that and also things like Guy Fawkes Night and Halloween and stuff. So there's events. There's nothing, nothing happens in January, February, March, unless you have a birthday, <laughs> nothing happens. Yeah. So I just... I decided I'd I'd sort of thought that right okay last year after the way things were last year and you can see you can see from our podcast which wasn't released on time every 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 couple of <laughs> weeks um, was because we just neither of us had the time to do it we were just overloaded which was the backlog of COVID and obviously all the new work that was coming in but I yeah. said to myself right okay I'm going to take some time off. January and February, I'm going to try and take that time off. But in actual fact, um, I've been keeping busy with not not really with shoots. We've had two or three shoots, nothing nothing major. We just knew that was the way that was happening. But we've been busy with just getting things sorted out in preparation for this year. And I found myself to be sort of quite busy and we're, well, I'm sort of quite up to date with that. And uh, I was going to go through some of the things that as photographers that uh, we can all be doing during this time when it is generally a quiet time for most uh, photographers. But I came across an article while I was having a a look through uh, about this uh, online, but it's an article actually that goes back to last year, to March last year. So, um, you know, things may have changed since then, but this survey is quite interesting because it says that 25% of photographers face mental health issues. It says in new study shows, um, and I wanted to bring this up, as I said, because this this is a time of year when some people are scrapping around for things to do. Suddenly the worry starts to come in or is, you know, when's when's the next job going to come in? This is for freelancers, you know, um, and before you know it, really, that, you know, the, the year will suddenly take off and everyone will mm. will get busy again. But you do find yourself, you know, uh, you know, the uh, it's a long month. It's after Christmas and it's the usual things that people have got, you know, the bills to pay and everything else was, was going on with the economics in the world at the moment. Um, mm. But so it it goes on to say that one in four photographers is facing uh, mental health challenges. Um, mm. And it says the pandemic. I mean, it said this goes back to March 22. So it's slightly out of date, but it says the pandemic has taken its toll on all of us and photographers aren't an exception. The lack of work and financial insecurity have impacted life quality, mental health of many creatives out there. But what can be equally damaging is being overwhelmed with the amount of work you have to do, as well as a lack of work life balance. 
And according to research, recent research or March uh, research in March 2022, as much as 25% of photographers struggle with mental health issues. Um, and I'm that's a quarter. I mean, that's that's a lot. That's right, yeah, I'm quoting. Yeah, and I just want to give a shout out to DIY photography because this is where I've sort of got uh, a lot of this information from, and I've cobbled together a few little bits of uh, of information that I found on online because I really wanted to to talk about it. And uh, it says here that um, that uh, let's start with the definition of mental health. I don't want to spend too long on that bit here, making it clearer, mm. but it includes our emotional, psychological, and social well-being. It affects how we think, feel, and act. It also helps to determine how we handle stress relate to others and make healthy choices i just want to note just want to throw in something that actually i'm not just doing photography or stuff but it there's something i see when people are talking about mental health Um, they say they've got mental health meaning they've got bad mental health or or not very good mental health well actually we all have mental health we have good mental health we have bad mental health just saying you've got mental health isn't actually the thing we all have it um so, yeah, I just wanted to throw that in because it's just a little bugbear I have. And people say, oh, yeah, you know, they've got problems. They've got mental health. Well, we all have it. <laughs> it's just bad and good mental yeah. health. Just a little thing. Yeah, so. that's right. Yeah, no, no, that's that. That's really important to say. Um, so, so, and it says it's very important to note that poor mental health and mental illnesses aren't the same. A person can experience poor mental health and, and not be diagnosed with a mental illness. Likewise, a person diagnosed with a mental illness can experience periods of physical, mental and social well-being. And it shows that in 2019, one in 10 people had anxiety orders. This was this was a study done by the Kaiser Family Foundation. Okay, it says it shows it showed that in 2019, one in 10 people had anxiety disorders. So this was before the pandemic. In 2020, when the pandemic began, the number jumped to one in four Okay, so yeah, that, that jumped from one me. in ten to one in four, which is which isn't surprising because mm. you've got to remember that people were in very different situations when during COVID, when when during lockdown, because some people were stuck in a one bedroom flat on their own, no garden, they couldn't get out. Some people mm-hmm. had family around them, um, but also and... career wise as well. I mean, if you're a freelance photographer, um, I mean, I think me and you came out reasonably unscathed, to be fair, but not everyone mm. did. And um, right. especially yeah, those was... people, especially mm. those people who only um, you know started maybe the year before, you know they they were exempt from any help from the government as well. So I mean that mm. would put on so much stress, especially when you're just starting out. Mm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and I was reading a book actually because a lot of people's um, uh, anxieties and stress, and and I think probably the main cause of it is probably money worries, financial worries. I was reading. Um, uh, I'd been given it for for Christmas. I think it was my mother-in-law that gave it to me. It was the Jordan Henderson uh, autobiography, the captain of uh, Liverpool. And, and, <laughs> no I'm taste the there then, but never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, uh, yeah. I'm just on the bit when he talks about COVID and how Matt Hancock, <laughs> the famous Matt Hancock, um, has oh, yeah. um, come out and said that photographers should be donating uh, you know, to, towards money. They're very privileged and everything. It was a wrong thing to say at the time, the way that he said it in footballers were quite Did he say that? I didn't catch that. Yeah. I remember I, I do remember that actually. And and what and and 
before he said that and it had come out in the open i think jordan henderson was the one that was one of the ones responsible but he was the one that was driving it he was doing um some zoom group uh chats calls with captains from all the captains from the premier league teams to raise mm. money but they didn't want to make it uh they didn't want to make it public that they were handing mm. that they were making big donations so they wanted to keep it quite private but in the end it did come out but they never actually said how much was actually raised but they did a lot for mental health but actually that's a separate thing to what i wanted to talk about from what he was saying he was mm. saying that when when he went into lockdown he he said he was lucky he had his kids he had his family he had a house he had a garden but he said he was worried about some of the other lads he said that played for liverpool uh in the first team that lived in in flats and apartments uh, and had no gardens and couldn't leave the house and they were on their own and in, a, know, and we, and in and, a foreign and, country you know, we, as well i guess yeah, that's, yes, of course, is that as well. That's right. Yeah. You know, we think, oh, well, they've got loads of money and that, you know, they, they're mm-hmm. going to be all right and everything. But but a lot of them, they have their own issues with that as well. So it doesn't matter, you know, you know, the finances are one side of it, but, you know, uh, there's, there's other things as well. But coming back to photographers, it says how being a photographer affects your mental health. And it says, while, while photography can be a great tool to aid, you, all your men, to aid your mental health and improve mindfulness, which is what we've spoken about. It's a great it's a great release, you know, to be creative, mm. to do something. It can be a double edged sword. If you do photography for a living, there are some ways in which you can, it can negatively affect your mental health. Saying burnout, and some of these include burnout from redundant photography jobs, burnout from compounding photography jobs, the unknown of future incoming photography jobs, um, some are caring for children and running a photography business, many photographers and solo entrepreneurs without a support system in place. And that's important, having that support system. And I think this is, you know, where the podcast, I think, our podcast has been really good because we've had emails since we started and that was before the pandemic that people were listening and they felt that they didn't have other photographers out there. They didn't have colleagues mm. to chat to. They were all independent. You know, they're all. Well, so yes, low. that that is a thing, isn't it? With, with photography generally, um, you know, you, you are, you know, on your own, you know, I mean, a lot of the photographers that we work with, you know, when we do the graduations, you know, we, we do kind of like assemble a team, but generally, you have ten individuals who have their own indiv- little individual businesses of, uh, you know, self-employment, um, and you know, you're on your own, and and it yeah. can be quite, you know, yeah. solitary yeah. and yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I, I think mean, we discussed I mean, it know, before on here. Yeah, we have, and and I count myself quite really fortunate because we have the podcast. We mm. both work together. Um, yeah. Not all the time, but a lot of the time. Um, mm-hmm. So we're in constant touch with one another. And is the, the, the whole team of other photographers now that, that we are in touch with and, and that work mm. together. And I think that's why a lot of those photographers get involved in that work that we do because um so going out there and 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 speaking to other photographers, if you are a photographer who works and you work on your own. Don't view your local, you know, the photographers that are low, uh, uh, your local sort of competitors. Maybe it, would, it could be worth reaching out locally to other photographers because everyone's probably going through the same sort of situation. And it says mm. the list with, goes on with 13.4 to say 13.5% of photographers reporting sleep issues, 6.5% go on go on depression and panic attacks. 4.8% of people say that they feel lonely and 2.1% experience anger issues and OCD. And I think feel lonely. I think that I reckon that's a huge thing. And I think that's got Mm. a lot to do with people that uh, probably working from home, that type of thing as well. Yeah. Yeah. Now now this is, this is one 
this is one of the ones that's really interesting. One of the facts has come out and it's to do with time consumption. And it says that the team also researched how much time photography takes up in photographers lives versus photo editing. Because mm. I've always said that, you know, the, the, the art of photography is, is fast becoming or has fast become, you know, the art of editing. People will take mm. far to spend far more time image editing than they will actually shooting. Um, well, expectations kind of have risen, haven't they? You know, if, yeah, ex- expectations really... of what people want. It's, th- it's not yeah, the same I as think... the whole role of 36 on the wedding or anything like that, where you just... You know, you, you you develop the film, you develop the photos, and hand them over, and or maybe in an album mm. or whatever. Um, but you know, the, it's it's not the I'll case these some, days. You know? Yeah, customer demands have become so, in many cases, so unrealistic. With with with, with clients saying, "Can we edit our own photos?" If they're in the photos themselves, yeah. you know, because a lot of clients can see that uh, if they if they are in a photo themselves, they know how to do a bit of Im- image editing or a lot of image editing. And mm. there's a lot of um, image editing software that does it for you, you know, art, uh, AI software and everything, which we'll, which we spoke about before. And we are going to come on again to uh, yeah. on another episode. Um, so a lot of people, w- you know, uh, know how to do about editing, but what they do is generally, you know, people that aren't photographers and don't know about photo editing know that, photo editing is possible and they're putting photographers under more and more pressure saying particularly when it comes to um uh, the people themselves being in photos they want their face slimming they want you know uh, things changing and and that demand is is taking up more time as well but here's this it says it says we estimated based on our records photographers spend about one and a half hours manually photo editing for every one hour of photography it says, in other Whoa. words, if you spend eight if you spend eight <laughs> hours photographing, it means another twelve hours of manually editing photos. That needless sounds, to say, that sounds shoot- about right. Hmm, yeah, it says. Needless yeah. to say, shooting and editing only takes a lot of your time from uh, shooting and editing takes up a lot of your time from family and friends, and most importantly, yourself. And if you own a photography business, you also need to invest your time in other aspects like culling photos, communicating with clients, creating contracts, social media, advertising, and much more. And, and mm. dealing with staff issues. I want to throw that in there. Right. Um, <laughs> so, you know, it, it basically says to hear that, you know, if, if you spend um, two hours shooting, you're going to spend three hours editing. They, they've done a little graph here for it as well. You mm. know, uh, you know, uh, 22 hours shooting, 33 so let's take a day let's say a a a nine hour day shooting so let's say a wedding is nine hours um you know you're you're uh, let's say 10 hours actually and they they reckon that you're going to spend 15 hours editing yeah i mean i'd say that's about right yeah and 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 for those of you that are listening uh, you know have have a think about um do you uh, you know do any of you actually time how long you are editing spending time editing would you just sit there and, and and just do it i know a lot of people really enjoy editing you know they'll, they'll put some headphones on have some music on listen to a podcast maybe um yeah. you know, or they'll have the tv on in the background they're doing other things you know a lot of people do find editing as something quite relaxing and something sort of you well, know when you're unwind I, as well i think it it's is I'd much rather ed- yeah I'd much rather edit than i don't know write a paragraph about the environmental issues of the town council or something like that. Do you know what I mean? I'd much, right. <laughs> I'd much yeah. rather do the editing. Uh, I think it's when you, 
when you've got the actual act of it is fine until you've got a loads to do and you've got a tight deadline in like, I've got to get this done, got to get this done. That's when it gets a bit hairy, I guess. Yeah. Um, so that's worth thinking about. And for those of you that do it, I mean, you know, if you're pricing up jobs, um, you know, do you, how, how do you work out the amount of time that you're going to edit? Or do you actually end up finding that you've done a shoot, you put a price in and, you, and you're still editing days later or the customer keeps coming mm. back to you and saying, I want this doing, I want that doing. And you don't, and you've not charged for it, you know. Uh, so, you know, th- those are uh, interesting stats because I, because I've always I've always done it myself. I've always thought I've always put a price in for editing and how long I think it's going to take to edit stuff as well. Mm. I do. I personally mm. do very little editing. It all it all goes out. So um, because I end up doing other things as well, but I do do it a, a little like, bit more. Yeah. So going through photos and culling is more so my role in in, in what we do. So it says um, it's this all sounds pretty gloomy, but it says that you can, you know, try and find a work life balance. That that whole phrase is very very difficult. You know, I keep getting. I, I think to yeah, people say keep, that it's it, it's very difficult to do that when you're self employed. I mean, yeah, when you are self employed, you're so you don't mean to be, but you are so engrossed in what you do because you know that there's consequences if you don't put that time and effort in, you know, or you just mm. got to get on and, and keep on, on things, but it, it goes on. I want to come across a few things here because I think what's suggested in this, um, in this uh, article, I just want to mention a few things. These are general things, but th- this is for everyone, what you can do to improve your mental health. Um, but then I, what I want to just come on to briefly is a few points about some of the things that you can be doing uh, not to help your mental health, but just to, you know during this quiet period for a lot of photographers but just for everyone it says here talk about your feelings to somebody else exercise um is a huge uh, it can be a huge benefit and that's one of the things that i've got in in my own notes which i've underlined uh how important exercise is uh, nutrition uh cutting down on alcohol uh, changing your scene <laughs> yeah. getting away from things and that's what i wanted to do my idea was that i wanted to try and take some time off maybe go away for 10 days or something in January and whatever. Anyway, it's, it's not happened. I'm now thinking I, I should have, I, sh- I should have done it. And maybe next year I will look at that, you know, uh, more seriously. Yeah. Um, but I, have I mean, got, that's something I've that got... I really need to look at because I've not been away since before the pandemic. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah, I've I think... had a you know, few days off here and there, but I haven't been yeah. abroad since before yeah. the pandemic. I've had, yeah. I, yeah. We had about 10 days away last year. So we'd done it once and we had a weekend away, my wife and I, and, and we're doing things like that. But this year, I've got to be honest, we've got three or four things that uh, are, are are already booked that had been put off for, for such a long time. So we've got loads to look forward to from, from that point of view, but it says just changing your scene, changing your setting, take, uh, take a break from time to time. Um, so they're general things that people, any, anyone, it's not just aimed at, at, uh, photographers there but i wanted to move on from that as well and saying that during this downtime when it when it is when it is quiet what are the things that people are doing what are the things that some of you can be doing just to keep keep yourself busy so in preparation for the rest of the year because that's what i'm in the process of doing um i'm i'm doing the usual stuff going over the website i found out you know uh, um one of our websites has dropped down the rankings in google and uh, it's had an effect on inquiries and everything and it needs a lot of seo doing so i've now got somebody working on seo who's found out that a lot of what was done before hadn't been really done very properly but it wasn't just that things change and things need updating as well so if you want to keep your website you know uh, well ranked on google those algorithms keep on changing 
So uh, mm. sort of be aware of that. And um, and I've got somebody who's 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 helping helping me to, uh, do that at the moment. Um, I've looked at changing bits on the website. In fact, the, the SEO goes hand in hand because this person that's doing the SEO says quite a bit of the content on the website, website which was fine a few years ago, now needs to change um, mm. because of the algorithms, the the things that Google searches for, and the things that were good a few were two or three years ago, even last year, may not necessarily be a good thing now. Mm. So with your website, don't just leave it. Don't just leave it there because. The website versus social media. I think this is another topic which I'd like to come on mm. to uh, on another on another um, on another show. Um, you know, when people say I get all my work from social media, but what about the website? You know, we spend a lot of time talking about trying to get our websites ranked high on Google, and a lot of people have forgotten that, and they were contacting more on social media. But they do do go hand in hand, and you get a different level of inquiry as well from social media as compared to what comes from your website as well. Mm. Um, so working on that updating websites, that's one another way of keeping busy. Um, I'm in the process of trying to streamline a lot of what we do here. So, um, you know, it, it sounds obvious, uh, Mark, but, you know, Google Drive, I think, is a real it's been a real game changer where you can put documents on Google Drive. And if you want to share those things with other people, other people can be editing the same document or something, you know, and mm. uh, um and so I, I'm now putting a lot of the work that we do onto Google Drive that I know where other people are involved and they can comment and leave messages and, and that type of thing. So basically, it's all to do with streamlining um, the, the way that we work. I'm checking equipment as well. I've been doing that. In fact, I've got to send one of our cameras off for repair. Uh, it's a Panasonic video camera um, that we use very, very occasionally. But we had a problem with the lens going back last year. And uh, mm. in actual fact, it's it's going to the post office today for repair. I don't think how much it's going to cost. I think it's going to be quite an expensive. Uh, pen, wow, expensive the post office re repair cameras, do they? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So it, it's those sort of things. I've also been looking at you know uh, our uh, our commercial packages and our wedding packages and it's another story i want to come on to in a moment um we've had to change prices prices have had to go up we've had to having to do an increase carefully looking at costs and everything um so those are the sort of things that you can do we're trying to start up our social media because we are terrible at our social media um yeah i am, know, um, I am. when you get when you get busy you can't do it but that's that's not that's mm. not good it's not good for business either so we're trying to find a way that we can we can do it and where it's sort of sustainable and uh, throughout the year even when we're really busy that mm. we are still posting you know that we're still posting regularly just to just to keep out there as well so um and another thing that's important is backing up files cleaning up you know all the wasted stuff that you've got in your on your laptops and your on your pcs yeah. that, uh, that clogs up your machine so they're working really slow looking at all of those things um are important so that when you do when work does really start to kick off and it, and it will do for everyone yeah, because all companies are in the same situation. It's not just photographers. We've done, uh, we did a video uh, for a, a very well-known company. Um, and we did that right at the beginning of the new year because they had their sales team meeting um, planning for the rest of this year. And that's what all companies are doing. That's what all businesses are doing at the moment. They are all, um, they're all planning for this year. At this time of year, they're putting things into place for this year. So I just wanted to talk about that, really, because I know that most of the people that listen to our show are working photographers that are that, that spend a lot of time on their own. Um, and so it was just to keep everyone out there motivated and just to be doing doing the right things as well. 
Yeah, no, very, very good, very important stuff there. Um, I mean, one of the things I'm looking at is I'm, I'm looking to change my um, management software um, because the one I have is quite buggy. Um, it's one I've used for the for a very long time because Venture used it, um, so therefore I knew how to use it. So I went on and and used it for myself. Uh, but it, it is incredibly buggy because I have to use the uh, internet version because they don't supply the software for Macs, which is just crazy considering it's for photographers. Um, and um, yeah, so basically that that's that's my big thing. I, I really want to change up my management software and then I've got to migrate everything from one to the other, then redo all my HTML emails. And yeah, so it's going to be a, a big thing. Um, so that's the sort of thing I'm looking at. Website-wise, I did get someone to redo my website last year. Um, SEOs and stuff though I probably do need that get getting looked into because I dare say it's rubbish um and yeah I've just got to find a way of getting on social media because I don't think I've posted on anything for about a year which is really bad yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well we've been a few months so on and off your yeah. post goes up it's not uh, really uh, you fun. post better than I do but I, I just I just don't post because I'm either really busy you know, mm, and, yeah, and yeah. I, I'm quite in a fortunate position where I have been shooting all in January. I mean, I've been shooting quite a bit. So, you have, yeah, yeah. Although yeah. it's although it is quieter, I wouldn't necessarily mm. say it was quiet. Yeah, yeah. No, that that's good. It's good to hear that because there are a lot of people out there. Don't get me wrong. There are a lot of people out there that are very busy as well at the moment. You know that. Mm. Uh, so it's not all photographers that are really quiet. It's just generally though a lot of photographers do fun. I'll tell you one mm. thing that would have been really useful this year that. Um, was not having any photography shows. I know the um, uh, societies uh, uh, pushed their show to March, and I think January would be a really good time because that's a real motivator, I think. Yeah. Um, you know, and uh, I've been seeing that uh, Colin and the team at the societies are, have been putting out stuff, and it, it, they are looking at, at, at March, mid-March, I think it is. Yeah. For me, it's a re- it's really late because by then we're 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 busy and we're back into everything. This this yeah. would be the perfect week weekend to have done it when things yeah, this, for everyone. Yeah. And yeah, and it's a bit this, of a kick because it's a great time to go out and see people, you know, and and meet with others as well, and um and and get you know it, it just gets you. I always find the shows get you in, inspired again. And for those of you that never mm. go to any of these shows, these trade shows, you have to go. You should always be going yeah. because they are they are they are very very inspiring. So, mm. Um, mm. okay. Now, uh, one of the things I wanted to talk about was, uh, um, it, you know, I was saying about changing. You know, one of the things I'm doing at the moment is I'm just re looking at our packages, like our wedding packages, some of the commercial stuff that we do, and pricing that type mm. of thing, mm. and. Uh, Somebody actually sent me a link to an article about a photographer who's doing something quite, quite interesting. It's a, okay. it, it's more a social, it's more social aspect with, it's to do with pricing and, uh, but it's got a headline reads, a photographer goes viral with fixed price lifetime photo package. And, uh, it says, uh, it says the commercial professional, uh, now the site I'm, I'm going to quote, I always like to do that, shopkit.com. Uh, it says the, uh, the, commercial, the commercial professional photography world can be very competitive sometimes, but one photographer got clever about finding a viral edge. This wedding photographer found a unique angle with which she went viral and picked up more clients. And her method was offering a lifetime photo package to would-be clients for a flat fee of 
three and a half thousand dollars. I was going to ask you to guess how much for a moment there. Um, yeah. I, but I just thought it, it does actually <laughs> three and a half thousand dollars. It says uh, the pressure mm. in question going by the TikTok handle. Uh, Jude Yubo or something like that, whatever it is, has claimed that if a couple books her for a photographic work for their wedding celebrations at her bright at her base price of three and a half thousand dollars, she'll be okay. Let's say three thousand pounds, right? Okay, yeah, she'll yeah. be a she'll be available from then onwards for any important future moments in their lives as part of the same package. These events could include anniversary celebrations baby announcements and other major family celebrations according to her the TikTok is it just her on her own sorry say that again is it just her on her own is she is it just her i think i think so it's just i can see I, I can see a massive issue coming up in years to come mm. with this just uh of course yeah you know yeah i mean she says <laughs> someone has a wedding and a birthday Thursday. at the same day yeah, she said she, 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 yeah, this announcement was last Thursday as a video to the, she posted it as a video to social networking along with a caption stating, when a bride inquires for wedding photography, and I tell them starting rate is three and a half thousand dollars, and it includes engagement, bridals, one year anniversary, baby announcement, maternity, and newborn family session, of course, when the time comes. Um, and so it's, it, that's the package deal that she's giving. And she says this package deal is how she hopes to start giving back to clients who've heavily invested in what. Oh, give over. <laughs> giving back to clients. Not, no, 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 I'm not having it. I'm not having it. No, I'm sorry. Video- she's not giving back to clients. This is some, this is some way of, of, of innovative marketing, which to be fair, it is. However, I can see many pitfalls in this. Okay. So first off that 3000 pounds, just for an argument's sake, is probably about, Three thousand three hundred pounds, isn't it? If you with the right exchange rate, but um, okay. So does that include all the add-ons? So I mean, when it came to the newborn photography part, okay, do they get all the pictures from that shoot for that three and a half thousand dollars? Do they get an album with the wedding stuff? Do they get you know framed pieces? Do they get just prints? Do they get them on digital? Do they get? I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot of. I mean, and you you did mention the words base price. So that would suggest to me that it's not going to cost someone three and a half thousand dollars. It's going to cost someone a lot more. Uh, It's a great way of retaining leads, I guess. Um, You know, I do something similar. If someone has a wedding with me and then they have a they have a baby, I'll give them a free shoot. You know, it doesn't mean the Mm. pictures are free. It just means, oh, yeah, come in for a free shoot um, and I'll give you one. I'll give you like a seven five or something. And then if you want to buy extras, you can do. Um, which I'd imagine is what this this person's doing, really, because and and then the other thing is to guarantee. Uh, imagine if you know she's a wedding and a birthday, um, sort of lands yeah. on the same day. How's she, how's she yeah. going to cover that? I mean, you know, she isn't going to be able to do both, um, and she may have staff. She may have staff by then. I don't know. Um, if that member of staff doesn't do as good as job as she does, is that going to be a problem? There's a quite a few. I'd, I'd like to read the small print on this, to be honest with you. There is going to be, I mean, it has to have a hell of a lot of small. It has to have a hell of a lot of small print. Um, I mean, it does. It, it says that she got 900,000 views very, very quickly on TikTok and hundreds of comments. Many of these were just praised from other TikTokers, some who call the package offer an insanely good deal. 
Other comments were a little uh, bit less effusive and criticised their pricing, pricing scheme as one more way by which photographers sell their work cheaply. One viewer said this only hurts the photography business because when people see very low prices, it is bad for the entire photographer workforce. Another one wished her luck in simply not becoming burnt out by the burden of the promised work. However, the reactions might go. Uh, however, the reactions uh, might go. She deserves credit for finding uh, a way to not only stand out in the crowd, promoting her services, but also sparking a viral debate. And it said in a follow-up video, the photographer said she loved the overwhelming positive response to her package offer and claimed that it reinforced her love of what she does. Now, I guess really she um, she doesn't have to, uh, she can book a certain amount, can't she? You know, she yeah. can book, say, it, it doesn't have to be unlimited. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't have to yeah. be unlimited. Says, That's true. Other users of TikTok also asked if she's willing to offer a cheaper version of the same deal for people with different requirements. Her answer has been what? that she won't change her base. <laughs> she won't change her base price of three and a half thousand dollars, presumably because of its uh, because of its implied workload, but that she's flexible on specific client needs. Basically, all the sessions that I added on there they are complimentary. So if you use them, you use them. If you don't, you don't. She said. Um, yeah. After all, the specific lifetime deal photos don't need to involve children or baby announcements to fit the bill of what is being offered. She also explains that her team includes two photographers, and she will accept travel requests as long as ah, clients cover okay. additional expenses expenses for this again seems reasonable if someone's willing to accept mm -hmm. the bottom line if you're offering commercial photography services in a difficult market don't be in the least bit afraid to experiment with a unique way with unique ways to stand out you can't be sure what will hit and what will miss until you give it a try which is you know which is very true mm. so it just, yes it, i mean i think all the things i just said though i mean none of them have been answered in in any of in any of i'd be interested to know so so I get married and it's three and a half thousand dollars. Okay. So am I getting an album with that? What winner? What am I getting with that? And you'll probably go, oh no, no, if you want an album, it's an extra eight hundred quid or something like that. Do you know what I mean? Mm. There's gotta be. It's gotta be. Otherwise Yeah, I mean there's gonna be limits is... yeah, there's there's limits to what people can have here. I mean, her base wedding mm. price at three and a half thousand dollars may not include an album, may include yeah. a certain number of digital files that people can download but they might want to buy some more so so she's yeah in many ways the more you think about it the more that the better it is rather than you know but it's I client think, retention oh, yeah it's, it's a good it's, way of doing she, client retention yeah yeah if she if she works it and i'm sure she's worked it in her favor i mean she's been sort of savvy enough to come up with the idea and put it out there so she's mm. got to commit to that but then as i said you know, she, she could actually say that that offer is for maybe 10 clients, you know, and, mm. you know, if she gets 10 clients book that in a year, that's pretty good. And then any other work that she's going to get, she can just do it at a normal rate. So mm -hmm. when you break it down like that, actually, you know, it's worth thinking about. So for those of you out there that, you know, are, are looking for something, you know, want to do something with your packages to separate for yourselves from your competitors, there are ways of doing it. You know, yes, you've got to be very mm. careful with what you do. And how you do it and and the small print and everything because people will take uh take what they can yeah uh uh from you as well and they will assume things so everything has to be really written uh you know in 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 fine detail and it might be that you have to get a professional to do that to help you do it don't just mm -hmm. do that yourself because somebody will read into something and say well i you know it doesn't say that we can't have this or we can have that you know, um, you know, why can't I have all the digital files? And if you say, well, it only includes a hundred, but it doesn't specify that anywhere. I just, just, you know, the customer assume. So you might be on dodgy ground in certain 
uh, in certain instances. Well, yeah. <clears throat> well, yeah. Well, I think you go through that in a consultation, don't you? Yeah. Before someone signs exactly up, right, I mean, yeah. that's 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 what you do. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I I I, I honestly think it, it's it's not three and a half thousand, and then you get all this stuff. I I I'd find that hard. I'd find that quite silly if that's what it is um it's it's for me it sounds like a great way of just making sure you keep hold of clients because they spent x you owed this but in order to get x y instead you need to pay more mm. but that's yeah, business that's, right. yeah. you know? that's, that's yeah. there's nothing wrong with that that's business yeah. but i think if she I think she's got a business plan, you know, a properly a written business plan of this and the, and there's certain stipulations. I mean, it could be so basic, you know, a family, you know, uh, a, a first birthday event might be, it covers you for two hours of photography, not for, you know, a whole day or something. So I'm sure she's got mm. things written into that. So, um, but uh, anyway, so interesting and all, and for everyone that's out there thinking of, you know, what you want to do with your packages. Now, it's not just wedding packages that we're talking about or for social photographers or birthday parties or, you know, those, uh, you know, or portrait shoots, but it also goes towards the the commercial photographers. Um, you know, those of you out there that uh, are shooting um, sort of, uh, you know, for, for, for business, uh, business to business rather than uh, for the social aspect of uh, photography. So I want to jump on to the last thing I wanted to uh, mention. It comes back to, it touches back on what we were talking about earlier on actually about editing. Um, we talked about uh, the amount of time that we spend editing, um, but uh I wanted to just go through what are the best photo editing laptops for photographers in 2023. Um, okay. Because, you know, a lot of people find that their laptops slow down, they want to get something new and they don't know what to get. Yeah. And they don't know what's out there and they don't know what's what, you know, the difference between RAM or anything like that. And they go out and buy something that looks pretty cool and it, you know, and ends up not being very good. And um, <laughs> yeah. my, 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 my really answer to all of it is really is, is it, comes down to your budget of what you can and what, mm. what you can afford to spend because on something like this you know your your image editing uh whatever it is whether it's pc or laptop you know is going to be crucial so spend as much as you can possibly afford on getting the right uh on getting the right thing so according to uh, digital camera world um when they rank them uh when they rank them in order i'm not going to go in such huge detail but i'm going to go i'll start from uh the bottom of the list normally go from the top of the list but the bottom of the list and no let's just jump back to the top because i think it then makes more sense actually is um is one of the macbooks okay so hey, of course it is is uh, the macbook pro m1 16 inch released in 2021 simply the best photo editing laptop and uh I'm, I, I won't go through the I want specs. one of those yeah it I want, says i, I just want one of those it says i'll go through what they say the reasons to buy they say it says uh it has the awesome m1 pro and max chips supports up to 64 gig ram and, and has sensational screen specs the reasons to avoid huge expensive and it says some people may may miss the touch bar um so uh, but i'm not going to go through ram or graphics <coughs> or storage or anything like that at no. all uh, not, not not on this podcast um it's just saying the pros and cons of these so so they're saying that the macbook mm -hmm. pro is the one that's uh uh, it says it's it's maybe an obvious pick as the best absolute as the absolute best laptop for photo editing, but it's hard not to be thoroughly impressed by what has what it has to offer. It says we still love the original 13-inch M1 MacBook, but with a maximum 16, it could never quite topple the older Intel-powered MacBook. 
anyway, it says that Apple have addressed these concerns big time. Second comes in as the Razer Blade 17. It says the Blade 17 can do it all and look and looks good while doing it as well. Um, so it says the reasons to buy that one, it says healthy performance and has a quality display and is well made. And it says reasons to avoid. It says fast graphics card, not that useful for photographers. And they go on to say it's one of the the Razer Blade 17 is one of the best of this is is one of the best of the best when it comes to high performing laptops for gamers and creatives. And that means it comes with a hefty price tag attached. The la- the cost will be prohibitive for many people, but there's no doubt in the power of this laptop. What's, what's the cost difference between it's, the... it's re it's retailing at around four thousand pounds. Um, I'm not sure. Four thousand pounds. Mm, yeah. How much yeah. is the MacBook then? Yeah, the, the MacBooks probably I don't know. Uh, I, I'm not sure actually. Three, three and a half, something like that. Uh, maybe a bit more than that. I'm not sure. Um, but uh, so it's less number... than the razor blade. Yes, it is. Yes, yeah. I think it could be. I'm not ah. sure. We'll have to have a look. So, um, what? Uh, who, who makes number... the razor blade? Who, who makes that? I th- I don't know who makes it. I think it's just called razor blade. I think it's just made by just made by razor blade razor blade yeah okay yeah uh, i've come across that before it's a real gaming sort of laptop and uh the number three another macbook macbook air m2 um and it says it's a reason to buy a stylish and sturdy design fast processing speed for photographers it's utterly silent and cool um and reason to avoid it says midnight black color loves fingerprints <laughs> it's got no mm. sd card slot it says costly to spec up and no user upgrade in the future. Uh, I'm not going to go through all of these. Number four is the Dell mm-hmm. XPS 15. It's it's very good because it has a decent display, fast performance, good selection of ports with SD slot. Reason to avoid it's very expensive and battery life is not the best. Then you've got things like the Microsurface, um, uh, Microsoft Surface Laptop Studio, another MacBook Pro M2 comes in, uh, Asus ZenBook Pro Duo 14. So I have recently purchased the Asus ZenBook Pro duo 16 inch so the 16 or 17 inch got sd card slot it's got this very clever wheel um which i've been uh didn't use at first but i'm starting to get to use it yeah. the one that they mentioned now the the, the the quirky thing about the one the asus zenbook pro duo 14 that they mentioned that comes in at number seven is that it's a duo it's a it's a, a twin screen laptop so it has two screens but isn't okay. uh, isn't isn't one of the screens like tiny? So you've got no, no. So you've got your no. normal laptops. People are thinking, how can it have a twin screen? Okay, it's got yeah. your normal laptop screen. Okay, now at the top of the keyboard, at the top of the keyboard, there is an area at the top that takes up the full width of the the full yeah. width length of your keyboard. Okay, from left to right. Okay, and it's got a screen above that that lifts up a little bit and it takes up the full length. So the width of the main screen and the width of the second screen are exactly the same. And the height of the second screen is about half the size of the main screen. Okay, so it's very clever. It is truly a twin screen. Like I'm sitting here now and I've got my laptop connected up to uh, the second screen. So it's got two screens, this laptop. Uh, Now, I Mm. tried this recently and i you need to play about you need time with it mm. because when I, when you're working usually with twin screens you've got one screen and the your second screen is next to your other one yeah okay? so it's yeah. left or to your right well this one is it's below so you've got one screen at the top one screen at the bottom and it sounds crazy but it takes a bit of getting used to 
Anyway, I didn't um, go for that. I was tempted to, but I went for the 16 inch or 16, 17. It's a pro art studio book is the one I've got. It's got, okay. uh, it's got built in SD card. It's got, um, it, 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 it's a beast to the one I've got because I had an Asus before and I wanted to stick with Asus, but I needed a bigger screen. Um, and, uh, so it's been absolutely great. Um, and number just, let's just go down to number 10 comes in the HP Spectre times 360, 14 OLED. So, um, and it says reason to buy it, stupendous OLED display, which is the, the one I have as well. Great battery life, genuinely use it tablet functionality. It says it's not exactly cheap, reason to avoid limited graphics power, merely adequate speakers. In fact, the list is actually longer. I think it's a top tw- top 12. <laughs> oh, excuse me, top 12. Mm. It says, but how to choose the best photo editing laptop? Screen quality matters. Okay, so, you know, I think we mentioned this fairly recently, actually, you know, when uh, somebody I know had, had uh, compared my laptop with my old laptop with the new one they'd bought, saying, but but all, all the, uh, the specs are the, are the same. Um, but the screen, uh, they bought it for 300 Isn't, quid, and I bought my 1500 yeah. quid. There's well, world apart. There speedy is a storage. Yeah. yeah, so the screen is really important. It says uh, speedy storage, a solid straight drive, an SSD is a must in any new laptop. Uh, graphics novelties, dedicated graphics cards, so you need, a good, you need good graphics cards. You need the right processor. And it says Mac or PC. It says the MacBook is favoured by many photographers and for good reason. But don't rule out com- comparably priced, priced laptop PCs, which can offer more bang per buck with better upgradability. So I've gone from I had PC, then I went to Mac, then back to PC um, because I find that I can upgrade. Uh, I just find it's, uh, it works better for me. Whereas I know you're a Mac user. Um, I love a Mac. Yes. <laughs> That's yes, right. So because anyway, better. What it, <laughs> so a few things that we've spoken about there um today about the mental health uh, uh for uh, photographers and uh, the photographers have gone viral with uh, her, a unique look at way of selling her packages and also the best photo editing laptop so i hope that you've all found uh, um that some of that quite useful uh to yes, listen in. Absolutely. absolutely anything else mark no i think i think we're we're, we're i think we're done I think we've been rabbiting yeah. on for quite a while now for our, for our dear listeners. So, uh, um, so yeah, well, um, I'll take this time to say cheerio to everybody. Thanks ever so much for tuning in and listening to us once again. Um, I hope you're all having a fantastic uh, January um, and that the beginning of the year has been um, has been good for you guys. Um, you can obviously uh, listen to this um, on all the major uh, podcast um, areas where it's Spotify, Amazon Music, iTunes, all that kind of stuff. Um, we do have a Facebook page, though. We're not very good at posting on it. But please do like the Facebook page because um, I guess it would give us the impetus to um, <laughs> to, to post a bit more. Uh, we also have an Instagram page as well, which is as, um, as good as the other one. Um, so, yeah. Please do. Um, And yeah, thank you very much for listening and uh, bye-bye for now. Thanks, guys. Cheers.